Yo, what's good everyone? Welcome back to the Mayo Media Network. My name's Griffin Swanson and today I'm going to be breaking down the Thursday night football game between the Pittsburgh Steelers and my Minnesota Vikings. I don't know how enthusiastic I should be about that considering we just lost to the goddamn Lions last week. But here I am going to talk a little prize picks with you guys and then dive into my spreadsheet breaking down that DraftKings showdown slate. But before we do all of that, if you could like this video here and subscribe to the Mayo Media Network, I would greatly appreciate that. If you don't know this by now, you probably should. Mayo Media Network is coming out with football content Monday through Sunday throughout the remainder of the season. We'll have content for the NFL playoffs as well, so don't miss out on any of that. For you podcast people, you can always go over to the Apple Pods or Spotify and find all of the content there. And while you're over there, leave a five-star review. But with that being said, let's dive into this Thursday night football game here, kicking it off with a couple of prize picks that I like. All right, so I'm over on the prizepicks.com website here now. And before we dive into my two picks here for this Thursday night showdown, I want to mention this. If you have not signed up for prize picks yet and are interested in doing so, we got two different promo codes that you can use upon signing up. Now, the first one is MS. And you can use this whenever you want. It stands for Mail Media Network, and you'll get up to a $100 match deposit upon signing up. Now, you don't have to put $100 in. I've mentioned this in the past. You want to put in $50, they'll match $50. You want to put in $25, they'll match $25. As long as you're using that promo code, again, MMN, you can get up to a $100 match deposit. Now, you might be thinking to yourself, all right, well, I don't want to put $100 in. I want to put in $25 or less. If you're that person, we have a different code, and I would recommend using this. It's MMN. NFL. Now, it's special for this Thursday night game between the Steelers and the Minnesota Vikings, but if Kirk Cousins completes just one pass in the game, you'll win $25 right away. So again, if you're going to be depositing $25 or less, use the promo code MMNNFL. Cousins completes one pass in this game, you win $25. If you want to deposit more than $25 or up to $100, then use the promo code MMN and you can get that match deposit again up to a hundred dollars now with all that said i do have two picks that i like here for this thursday night game first is going to be a passing touchdown prop and i'm going to take the over here on cousins at 1.5 now he is going to be missing one of his top targets in this game adam thielen is going to be out on thursday night and thielen gets a lot of looks in the red zone however the secondary for the steelers has not been great this year in fact they rank 25th overall in past dvoa eighth worst in the NFL and Cousins has actually hit the over at this number of 1.5 and thrown for two plus touchdowns in nine of 12 games this year and the Vikings forte seems to be play tight with whoever your opponent is they can beat the Green Bay Packers one week they can lose to the Detroit Lions the next week but they've really just played in tight games all year long and I foresee the same thing happening here on Thursday night and if the Vikings are going to win or at least keep this game close then Cousins likely will need to throw for two plus touchdowns once again so I do like the matchup considering the secondary for the Steelers hasn't been great this year I love that Cousins has beat this number in nine of 12 games really the only downfall I can see here is Adam Thielen isn't playing on Thursday night who does receive a lot of red zone looks now I went back and forth with the Steeler prop here I did like the reception prop on Deontay Johnson over six and a half 
He's hit that number in 7 of 11 games this year. Damn near locked into double-digit targets every week. However, I did opt to go with a fantasy score and went with Najee Harris over 16 fantasy points. Look, he's hit the over at this particular number in 10 of 12 games this year. His numbers are just great in general. His offensive line hasn't been great, so I will say that has been one downfall with Najee, and he doesn't always rack up a bunch of rushing yards, but he does see on average 22.7 rush attempts per game and 4.75 targets per game as well. So that's the beautiful thing about Najee is it doesn't matter if the Steelers are winning or losing, he will be involved in the offense. And like I said, he's hit the over at this number of 16 fantasy points in 10 of 12 games. So I'm going to go back to it once again. So to recap there, I'm going to take the over on Najee. Again, that is a fantasy score. So over 16 fantasy points and the over on Kirk Cousins here at 1.5 passing touchdowns. We can approach this two different ways, flex play or the power play. If you go the power play route, you will need all of your picks to hit but it does increase the payout. Again, we're running two different promotions here for Thursday night. You can always use the promo code MMN, which stands for Mayo Media Network, and get up to a $100 match deposit. But if you do not want to deposit $100 and want to do $25 or less, then take advantage of the Thursday promo code MMNNFL. And if Cousins completes just one pass in this game, you'll win $25 right away. But all right, now it's time to dive into my spreadsheet here, breaking down this DraftKings showdown slate. As always, we'll start in the top left-hand corner with those Vegas odds. You can see the Vikings are favored to win right now, sitting on a money line here, a minus 165. Not entirely sure what's going on there. It kind of looked like the Matrix was running through my spreadsheet. But yes, the Vikings are favored to win this game, three-point favorites as well, with an over-under there of 43 points. I definitely think it could go above that. Uh, I thought it was a bit low to begin with. I think there's some shootout potential in this game, especially considering both defenses have not been great this year. I'm not here to advocate for bets. I'm certainly talking DraftKings, but I just wanted to mention that did cross my mind. Also got these showdown stats here from 2020. Let's pop on over to this other sheet here. Six different stats to go through in regards to the top 1% of showdown lineups from last year. Gonna go through these pretty quickly. Number one, 92% of all showdown lineups from last year rostered at least one quarterback. And of the top 1% of lineups, 96% had a quarterback rostered as well. Number two, 33% of all lineups rostered a wide receiver at captain. Of the top 1% of lineups, 31.5% had a wide receiver in the captain spot too. Number three, 57% of the top 1% of lineups rostered a captain from the team favored to win. So in this example here, the Minnesota Vikings. Number four, run it back in opposing quarterback, wide receiver, or tight end was included in 88.9% of winning lineups that rostered a quarterback, wide receiver, or tight end from the other team at captain. Number five, ignore defense and kickers in the captain spot. Very rarely does that work. Only 1.1% of the time last year in the top 1% of showdown lineups. And number six, do not play more than two kickers or defenses in the same lineup. Usually one is fine. With all that said, 
said, time to dive into some of my favorite DraftKings plays here, kicking it off with the captains. As always, going to list out a captain from both sides of the game. On the Steelers side of things, I like Deontay Johnson here. Clear-cut number one wide receiver and best wide receiver that the Steelers have. Seems like he's locked into double-digit targets damn near every game. Actually leads the team in targets at 29.5%. Sees 28.8% of the red zone targets and 38% of the air yards. Just ridiculous numbers. And is tied for first on the team with six reception touchdowns. And there you go. He's seen double-digit targets in 9 of 11 games. Like I said, damn near locked into double-digit targets every single game. And now he gets a Minnesota Vikings defense here whose secondary has not been good all year long, allowing 44 DraftKings points per game to opposing wide receivers, the most in the NFL. So he likely will be a popular play. He is one of the more expensive players as well. But like I said, best overall wide receiver in this Steelers offense, basically locked into double-digit targets and a great matchup against this secondary for the Minnesota Vikings, who's allowed 44 DraftKings points per game the most in the NFL. Now, yes, I understand that was a little dramatic there at the end, but as a Vikings fan, it's it's been another painful year. That's that's just the way it goes when you root for the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, I I remember the Gary Anderson days. I was only 4 years old when that happened, but fucking Gary Anderson, man. That's that's where it all started. That's it's just been no good ever since then. But on the Vikings side of things, I do like Alexander Madison here in the captain spot. I expect that Delvin Cook is going to miss this game. I know he's been a limited participant in practice this week, but the dude just separated his shoulder two games ago, so I don't know why they would rush him back right away, especially considering Madison is a very capable running back, or backup running back, if you will. In the three starts where Cook has not played for the Vikings this year, Madison has averaged 24.3 rushing attempts, 105 rushing yards, and six targets per game. Those are RB1 numbers and actually really good numbers for any running back. And in those three games, Madison has put up 21.4, 26.1, and 30.3 DraftKings points. Like I said, he's very capable as a backup running back. And the Steelers defense, like I said, they haven't been great at stopping the pass this year. Haven't been very good at stopping the run either, ranking 24th overall in rush DVOA. So mediocre at best. Madison, assuming Cook is out, should see a number one. RB workload once again, and I do like this matchup here against the Steelers. Now, hopping on down here to some of my favorite flex plays. First guy I got there is Justin Jefferson, and you might be asking yourself, all right, you're not going to play Jefferson in the captain spot? No, by all means, I think that's okay. He is the most expensive player on this showdown slate, but it's not crazy to think that Jefferson could also be the top scoring player as well. Honestly, this is one of those slates where I think you can make a case for a lot of these guys. Cousins and Najee Harris, I think there's a case to be made there. Claypool, maybe one of these tight ends here if you want to get a little more contrarian. Or even KJ Osborne, who should slide in as wide receiver number two for the Vikings in Adam Thielen's absence. So a lot of different players here. I think a case can be made to be put in the captain spot. And that would definitely include Justin Jefferson too. He's basically logged into double digit targets as well, especially with Thielen out in this game. He already leads the team with a 25% target share this year. Red zone targets, 31% share and 45% of the team's air yards. That's just absolutely ridiculous. And I would not be shocked if we see those numbers go up 
in this game with Adam Thielen out. We know the upside that Justin Jefferson has. We know that this secondary has not been very good for the Steelers this year. By all means, he could ball out on Thursday night. And then I got Kirk Cousins there, who I definitely prefer over Ben Roethlisberger in regards to the quarterbacks. If you're going to be playing Jefferson, Conklin, Osborne, hell, even Madison in your lineup, who again is averaging six targets per game when he starts for the Vikings, then it makes sense to make sure your lineup is correlated with Cousins. His numbers have actually been very legit this year. He's certainly not the reason why Minnesota is losing these tight games. Like I said earlier when we were talking about the prize picks, Cousins has thrown for two plus touchdowns in nine of 12 games this year and has topped 18 plus DraftKings points in eight of 12 too. Like I said, the Steelers secondary has not been very good this year and defense as a whole really hasn't been good, ranking 25th overall in past DVOA eighth worst in the league and again I always revert back to this first stat from last year of the top 1% of showdown lineups 96% of them had a quarterback rostered and I can imagine that's going to be the case here on Thursday night once again. Now we're going to dive into some of these Steelers players here before we loop it back with some Vikings to wrap up the video. Got Najee, Ben Roethlisberger, Chase Claypool, and Pat Fryermith. Starting with Najee here played a major role in this offense all year long. Kind of talked about this during the prize pick segment of this video as well. Averaging 22.7 rush attempts per game and 4.75 targets per game. Like I said earlier, it doesn't matter what the game script is for the Pittsburgh Steelers. If they're playing with a lead, Najee's just going to get more rush attempts. If they're playing from behind, well, he's just going to get more work in the passing game. Either way, his role is solidified. And again, I mentioned this earlier too, but he scored 16 plus DraftKings points in 10 of 12 games this year. Not bad at all, especially for a rookie running back. Next, we got Slim Roethlisberger there. And look, I'm not a huge fan of this. Uh, we've all seen how Big Ben has played this year and it has not been pretty at times. He's pretty much washed at this point in his career. Certainly not the Big Ben of the past. However, if you're going to be playing guys like Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, Pat Fryermith, or hell, even Najee Harris, it would make sense to make sure that your lineup is correlated with those guys by putting in Big Ben. So maybe you put in two Vikings players, for example, let's say Alexander Madison and KJ Osborne, and then run it back with four Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger, Chase Claypool, Pat Fryermith, and let's go with Najee Harris. I mean, a number of different ways that we could stack that up. If you're going to be doing a 4-2 stack like that where you have four Steelers, then that would be the type of scenario where it does make sense to play Roethlisberger. So like I said, I'm not a fan of it, but I always do revert back to that number one statistic. And of the top 1% of showdown lineups, 96% had a quarterback. More times than not, the quarterback to have is probably going to be Kirk Cousins. But if you want to get a little more unique and get the quarterback with less ownership, that would be Ben Roethlisberger. We then got Chase Claypool there, who has been a bit up and down at times this year, but the upside is absolutely there. He's a deep threat wide receiver, and if the Steelers are smart, they're going to give him a handful of deep looks against this secondary for the Minnesota Vikings. He's currently second on this Steelers team in targets at 19%, and air yards 33.5%. So again, he gets those deep threat looks, and he's expected to see Vikings quarterback Brashad Breeland most of the time in this game, who ranks 113 out of 118 
qualified quarterbacks this year per pro football focus. So literally the bottom of the barrel. He won't be shadowed by Breland, but is projected to see the most snaps against him. So a pretty damn good price tag here, $7,400. An even better matchup against Brashad Breland. Should see a handful of deep looks in this game and would not be shocked if he wins a handful of those, especially if it is Breland going up against him. Now, one Steelers player who continues to impress and seems to be getting better with each and every game is their rookie tight end, Pat Fryermith, who since week eight has seen a 16.5% target share in this Steelers offense and actually leads the team with five reception touchdowns in that stretch of games. And actually on the season, he's the second most targeted Steelers player in the red zone, seen a 22% target share there. Now, rumor is, or word is, that both Anthony Barr and Eric Kendricks could be back in this game. If they are back, that would be a bit of a downgrade here to Pat Fryermith. But at $6,600, I think he's in play either way. But if those linebackers do happen to miss this game for the Minnesota Vikings, then Fryermith will certainly be an even better play. Now, I certainly don't mind the Minnesota Vikings tight end in this game either, especially considering Adam Thielen is expected to miss on Thursday night. Conklin should play a bigger role in the passing game. And he's really been involved in this offense all year long. He's third on the team in targets at 16.7% and in red zone targets at 19%. Those numbers should just go up a little bit considering that Adam Thielen is out. And that's really the case here for KJ Osborne too. He's basically played as wide receiver number three all year long. But considering Thielen is expected to miss this game, he should slide in as wide receiver number two. Now, I certainly don't expect him to replace Adam Thielen by any means, but should be more involved in the passing game. Again, run a few more routes and maybe have a few more targets thrown his way. He actually has not been bad as wide receiver number three for the Vikings this year, scoring at or above 14 DraftKings points in four of 12 games. Now, obviously not very consistent numbers, but nice to see the upside has been there, especially considering he's only priced here at $5,600. Ultimately, what it comes down to here for both Osborne and Conklin is that Adam Thielen is out, and both of these guys should be more involved in the passing game for the Minnesota Vikings. And then to wrap it up there, I have both kickers listed because I think we could play either one of them, especially playing indoors here in Minnesota. You know, both of these guys have hit double-digit DraftKings points pretty consistently at times this year, and that's really all you need from your kicker. Greg Joseph has hit that number in 7 of 12 games. Chris Boswell has hit it in 6 of 12 games. So at or above a 50% rate for both of these guys. And obviously very affordable there at $4,000 for Joseph, 3.8K for Boswell. So yeah, it says it's going to be a lower scoring game at 43 points. I think it could go above that number. But again, playing indoors here, I certainly think that both kickers could come into play. All right, everyone, that is going to wrap up this video here for today. As always, thank you all for taking the time out of your day to watch the content here on the Mayo Media Network. If you could like this video here and subscribe to the channel, I would greatly appreciate that. Like I said, the Mayo Media Network has football content coming out throughout the rest of the season, as well as those NFL playoffs too, so make sure you don't miss out on any of that. And again, for those of you who want to sign up for prize picks, we got two different promo codes for you to use here for this Thursday night game. You can always use the promo code MMN, and that will get you up to a $100 match deposit upon signing up. Or if you want to deposit less than $25, take advantage of that special Thursday night code MMN. NFL, and if Kirk Cousins completes just one pass in this Thursday night game, 
you'll win $25. But let's enjoy this Thursday night game here, folks. Let's win a little money as well. I'm out of here. <laughs>